0: Sports Fan Podcast, a podcast by sports fans for sports, sports fans. And this is your host, Matt, with his three guests. Today on the podcast, I pulled in a few people off the street. Patrick, Jack, and Dan. Today we're going to be talking about the problems plaguing the three major sports leagues: MLB, NBA, and NFL. First, we're going to start with baseball. Read a few stats for you guys. MLB batting average is at 248, the lowest since 1972. Per-game attendance is at a 15-year low. There have been only 34 complete games this season. Most games move at a snail's pace. And Goose Gossage, the relief pitcher um, who's now in the Hall of Fame, said, quote, I try to watch a baseball game, and I find it difficult to be able to watch today. Anybody feel the same way? I, I like, I think like
1: the issue with baseball is more, I mean, I think the time issue is sort of a pretty valid concern. I think that the pitch clock is going to be coming sooner rather than later, which should help a little bit. Mm. But I, I think that like a lot of the issues, plugging baseball, like the, talking about the batting average, talking about sort of just the pace and whatnot. I think a lot of, a lot of things sort of need like a recalibration. I think, I think, teams are sort of figuring out new ways that are sort of better ways to win baseball games and I think they're kind of figuring out that for a lot of these players it's more valuable if you're swinging for the fences rather than getting a base hit and 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 I think that uh I think that that's the way teams are... Look at look at what the Rays are doing with the opener, like having a guy throw one inning. And since they've started doing that, they have the best ERA in the American League. I mean, these are things that seem controversial and sort of people who've watched baseball their entire lives are kind of off-put by it because it's something new and something different. And I think it's something that people are either just going to have to recalibrate or baseball is going to have to enforce stuff. But until these sort of changes that have caused changes like batting average and whatnot and cause sort of these delays and stuff and unless they start proving to be ineffective which they haven't I don't think there's going to be much incentive for any change. Dan, I'm going to jump in front of you. Dan, you told me something earlier today about like
2: people come to baseball games to see strikeouts and home runs, which we're seeing, you know, in record numbers this year. Yeah, they want, like they but, want their favorite team to be striking everyone out, and they want their favorite. Yeah, team you to come the home runs. for the more kind but of. But they the, don't like it when it's the other way around. The theatrical kind of components of, of the game, but like, if you get rid in, in Dusty Baker's thing, he was in that interview that he gave recently <laughs> to Ken Rosenthal. He, he was talking about how he can't how he can't watch a minor league game because the game is taught so differently now. Like guys aren't bunning, like a lot of the strategy of the game that has like historically been there is. Is gone and I, I, like I, I thought that was an interesting point. If you are we taking away like some kind of like,
0: there's no strategy if they're all just hitting, if just hitting all runs. The yeah. yeah, and
2: part of the beauty of it, right? If, it's, if more of playing, ma- it's more of a it's more of a
1: macro strategy than a mic. Like, like I think teams are sort of embracing sort of like a overcompassing like philosophy rather than sort of game by game sort of batter by batter strategy. And like I, I just think. Uh, I think like, I think it's more of a big deal for teams like the Rays, sort of teams that need to find market inefficiencies and teams that don't have the money to acquire the top talent and they're trying to find cheaper ways to win baseball games. I mean, it all dates back to Moneyball and I think, I think sort of Billy Bean and the Moneyball movement is sort of what has caused this is sort of baseball more than any other sport, it's possible to sort of. Find these sort of small market inefficiencies and ways to win games in sort of different creative ways. Like in basketball, if you're a small market team and you don't have a you do and you you can't sign anyone to a max contract, you're just not going to win the championship. It's just not going to happen. But if you're a, if you're a baseball team and you find small ways, you know, look at the Royals. You can win a World Series with a bunch of sort of different ways of winning a baseball. game. But look
0: at where the Royals are now. Yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> well, there's also there's also a couple things that are just you can catch with your eyeballs. You don't have to think too much. The players are huge the parks are small so it gets beyond like you don't have to go too deep into are the shifts doing it or this doing it it's the fact that the pitchers 98 to 100 is now your normal fastball when i was younger (laughs) nobody except nolan ryan hit 100 that's why it's such a big deal now every team's got at least half their staff and because they're huge so what you do is you lower the mound like they did in the 60s -hmm. to make it easier for hitters and you can't make people smaller otherwise, but you can have you can stress the management. They move need to move the fences back. Houston, <laughs> Cincinnati. There's like five or six parks where you know even somebody like Jack could probably hit the ball in the morning. <laughs> I well, mean, I, you, mean, it's yeah, so I tiny. mean,
1: just even you saying that, like thinking about uh, thinking about <laughs> being someone like Kevin Millwood going from 2003 pitching at Veterans Stadium or Randy Wolf being 2003 mm-hmm. pitching at Veterans Stadium huge, like, enormous park, and then the next year, like, all right, now you're at Citizens Bank Park that's the size of a matchbox. It's, like, yeah, it, and, it, and it's, it comes stuff with pitch. I was reading something. That I think there are, like, some things about... I, I think that it's at least partially what you said is true, that, like, the pitchers are thrown harder, like, on average, but there also is something that was pretty interesting that I was reading um, about how the... Um, sort of radar guns have gotten more accurate and so like they actually pick up the ball from when the pitcher's mm-hmm. throwing it so it like adds a couple miles per hour but sort of goes back to the main point that there's so much technology involved in baseball now that like mm-hmm. every team has been able to sort of they've been able to sort of you know just Put a value on every well, single thing. I was actually
3: looking at the physical height. Yeah. The- Being a short person, everybody's <laughs> tall to me. But you look at the pitchers now, every pitcher is between 6'3 and 6'8, six, 6'9. Six, you, you do the math on where they're releasing the ball, mm. the pitcher's mound is still
1: 6'3. It still makes it amazing away. that Billy so, Wagner was throwing 100, so 100 back. You look at the
3: size of these guys, and it's not just the speed, it's the physical. When you're at the plate, they look like they're on top of you. And, it, <laughs> and it's a little frightening, I think, for the batters. I mean, they wouldn't say it, but yeah.
1: that's why I think... You're, you're, going yeah. in the, you're going in the bat against Noah Syndergaard. You're... Yeah.
3: In their average height, 6'5 is now... It's like an NFL quarterback. 6'5 used to be a tall. Now it's like, yeah.
1: Who is it we were it. talking about today? Like, just even a shortstop. being... Like, Trey Turner's a big guy. Xander Bogart's is like six foot. Like, shortstops used to be kind of like shorter. Smaller, yeah. right. five, Xander, eight, five, Xander Bogart's points. looks like what a first baseman yeah. or an outfielder would be. Like, he's like very muscular, like, yeah. big dude. And he's not a good defender. And But yeah. teams like the Red Sox, they're kind of like, if we can get. 25 home runs from our shortstop because we don't care if you're a good defender. It looks like all athletes across all sports are just getting bigger than mm-hmm. you guys in the NBA. It I look mean, like if it. you're in the
0: NBA, you're 6'3", you're practically a midget.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and forever, like, there's like, that's why like, when Isaiah Thomas averaged 29 <laughs> points a game, it was literally like people acted like it was, it was seen like the Haley's Comet or something. <laughs> and basically it basically was. It just didn't make any sense. But if
3: we're getting back to the speed of the game, the slowness, the... that the, is the, the, That the, I think the, is the biggest because problem.
0: Because I think most people are pretty casual fans throughout, I mean, it's 162 games, then the playoffs, they start paying attention, and these games drag on for four hours. I don't think the problem is as much in the playoffs,
1: at least from my experience, because I think a lot, like, a lot of these, like, really long, like, the longest baseball game that I can remember in a long time was Game 7, Cubs-Indians in 2016. But the, even the rain delay helped with that a little bit. But like that game, even, that yeah, game like was yeah. yeah. But that game, and I think it was even a Sunday night, maybe or something. It was, it was. I think it was like a work night or something. But I mean, that type of stuff, I think, isn't as. I think base, just playoff games across sports seem to be getting longer with ad breaks and stuff too. And I think, I think college
0: basketball is uh, the worst
1: defender. Oh, right? oh yeah, I oh, mean yeah.
0: baseball. Baseball,
3: you get into what you said before. You know, like, you know, hearkening back again, but when I was a kid, you'd have one, two pitching changes a game. Yankees, Red Sox, my team, the Yankees. Yours, the Red Sox. <laughs> those games during the regular season are three and a half to four and a half hours, and because those
1: those hitters are fouling fifteen pitches. Well, they're off also the game changed pitches. Yeah. They had the they
3: did change the rule about mound visits. I mean, Posada was going out to the mound every pitch at some point, and, when there was a guy on. And there. even as
1: like yeah, and that sort of goes to even as like a, one of the staunchest defenders of I think baseball as a whole is like still a very fun game and very good, and I enjoy the current state of baseball. I think like that's sort of the one part where. I think, like, I, I've i I've heard this, and I think it's a good idea, and I think it would kind of force managers to kind of think a little harder when making... I think if you increase the minimum batter's face for a reliever, just even one extra batter, just they have to face two batters, you would avoid at least bringing a guy in just to face one lefty, lefty yeah, on lefty. Throw one pitch. Yeah, right, throw, but, yeah. Yeah.
3: I, I differ I know that, but the thing I would do, keep it simple again, because that gets confusing for people, is just stop letting them carry... 13, 14 pitchers on the roster. You know, nowadays, when they get down to, like, you know, there's nobody to pinch hit because these teams have 13, 14. They have no... Well, subs. I think you have
1: to go one or two ways. I think you either have to decrease that or I think you have to increase it because a lot of times I think they're doing that because they don't want to wear out these pitchers. And if you have more guys in the staff, mm-hmm. and I think, like, nowadays, with the science of, like, monitoring these arms, mm-hmm. I think teams just aren't going to be willing to wear these guys out. So I think, I think I think that if any... I would probably support even... Expanded the bullpens a little bit, if you, but only with exp- Also, in enforcing a rule that they would have to face more than point one four, or one bat Force five man rotation. Yeah, yeah, six man rotation. Yeah, the six man rotation could also, and I, six I right. I mean, I mean that's gonna happen. I feel like that's gonna happen at some point. Like the Red Sox right now put Chris Sale on the DL with a shoulder injury. He, I, and he definitely would not be on the DL if they were in like a closer race but it's just sort of yeah. it's sort of teams are trying to find ways to get guys extra rest now and if you just sort of if the league sort of adopted sort of a more rest sort of centric thing rather than the traditional five man rotation i think that could help and or i the rays thing is a whole different uh, right. radical change that i don't think will ever catch on right. but it's it's something that just i mean it all goes back to we're sort of at this weird inflection point of baseball where it seems like there's kind of, it feels like there's sort of a ton of change just boiling under the surface of baseball, and we're waiting to see where it's going to erupt and what's going to change and what's going to stay the same. And I think think we're going to see, I don't think the game's going to be drastically different, but I think there's going to be a lot of things in baseball that, like, in 30 years that are sort of accepted that, like, right now you'd be like, shocked and that that happens in a lot of sports I guess but it
3: would yeah I don't think they should throw the baby out of the bathwater (laughs) this minor league attendance is booming it's 70 million still come to the major league games yeah the ratings for the when you get the Cubs to win the Sox and all that you get the big market heavily followed teams yeah it's just not a national sport anymore it's It's a a regional sport but it still does great I mean I'm still paying $12 (laughs) a beer Sitting there for three and a half hours, you know, and and you add up all the money, the learners for the Nats. Pay, are not I pay broke. One, I mean,
1: I pay one hundred twenty dollars a year. To watch MLB TV because I can't get the Red Sox, but it's like it's something to do every night too. And it's but it, that's the point. It's a hyper localized sport. It's that or get a girlfriend. Actually. Yeah, <laughs> I'll will
3: t-
0: take mookie Betts <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: all, right, well, that, that. all right, on that. All right, on note,
0: let's transition to the uh, to the NBA. <laughs> so. Uh, if you look at the NBA, they've had the most talent since the <laughs> 1980s. A lot of high-scoring games, well-known superstars. It's a very progressive league. Uh, so, what's the problem? And is there a problem? I mean, I think
1: like a casual fan would say that the problem of the, not even I think there's like a sect of fan bases that would say the problem of the NBA is that only a few teams have a chance to win. And I I think that fact is probably true. I mean it is true. I mean yeah. we've
0: seen Golden State and Cleveland in the finals for the last four years. Yeah. Golden State's probably going to be favored unless there are any major injuries yeah. for next year against okay, the East is wide open, but it's likely gonna be either Boston or Toronto. Yeah.
1: But I I think that with that being said, I think it's sort of this revisionist history that the NBA used to be a super democratic league no, where it's it, never it, been it like has it. always been if they're like four or five teams that had all the stars. I mean, you look at the teams, like the Lakers and the Celtics have 33 of the of the last like sixty championships, right?
0: Uh, Miami was in for four years straight. Mm-hmm. Before that, the Lakers dominated the two mm-hmm. thousands mm-hmm. and the Spurs. So, yeah, so if I think the and issue, and then the Jordan and the Bulls in the nineties, and then the eighties, it was all the Celtics and the Lakers. So the issue, the so 60s, the issue is, is the Lakers, yeah. I mean, the Celtics
3: won eleven. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the um, issue is,
0: if you say that
1: the lack of uh, chance for teams to win is a problem, then it's been a problem since Bas- since the dawn of like the NBA because it's such a sport where if you have a if you have like two stars yeah. that are better than one, you have a great shot. But like, like you said and you outlined, the star power in basketball is it. It even though it's it, incredible, even though, yeah. it, even though it even though it's not as big of a sport in terms of views and ratings as the NFL, it is more marketable stars than anyone in the NFL minus and probably it, even past Tom Brady. Like Tom yeah, Brady, Tom the,
0: Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah,
1: but st- like you go to it. I was a summer camp counselor for three years. There weren't kids bringing. Fight. There weren't kids bringing maybe a few Odell Beckham jerseys, a couple Brady jerseys, but everyone had Steph Curry gear. Everyone had LeBron James gear. That's the stuff. Those are the guys that the kids look up to. Those are the marketable stars. Those are the icons of...
3: It's the side. It's also, it's perfect for where we're at. Mm-hmm. The they, They've turned the NBA, in a lot of ways, into a reality show. <laughs> yeah. I'm mean not saying year. that in a negative no, way, no, it's a but they have the rivalries, and they've done it on purpose. So the off seasons as important or more important than the on-season. So you have these rivalries. You have you get into their Instagram posts, their Snapchats, the rivalries with girlfriends, wives. They go after it's, each
0: other on Twitter yeah. all the time. And it, yeah, it,
3: yeah. it meets what society where we're at. And
2: I'm not
1: saying it's good or bad. No, it's, just, but it's, it's perfect uh, it's for what, the Look at Kyrie's <laughs> latest
2: uh, christening. Yeah, well, yeah, Ky- Kyrie yeah. just
1: went and got a, became a standing rival. But and the whole and like I think something that really helps the NBA, and this might seem like a sort of surface point, deep down, but it's the only sport where. These guys aren't wearing anything on their heads. They like you yeah. see their face right. all Everybody the time. Everybody knows who they are. Yeah, like LeBron James. Like you, you talk about like They're the most memeable. Yeah. sport. <laughs> I mean you talk. You talk. There's a common talking point in MLB: like, who would, how many people would know if Mike Trout walked into a bar? Like, mm-hmm. if you're not a even if you're a baseball fan, you might not know what Mike Trout looks like in public. If you like, and pretty much any non-Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, like Odell Beckham, like I bet if Todd Gurley walked into a bar or if Right. Aaron Donald walked into a bar. Like people yeah. wouldn't, people wouldn't necessarily be like they would probably know because they're huge people that oh this is a football player or something. But they wouldn't be like I know that's Todd Gurley or Aaron yeah. Donald. If if LeBron James walks into a bar, if Steph Curry walks into a bar, if Kevin Durant walks into a bar, if any of these guys walk into a bar, you are seeing their faces constantly, and I think that's I think that's really good for the league. Well, I also think the actual the game itself. Mm-hmm. Lends itself to the athleticism. I'm sure
3: Tom Brady or somebody else can do things athletically that they that doesn't require a football move. But a basketball player, you got the jumping, the running, the the hustle. All these things come together. So, mm-hmm. like you say, the memes or whatever that show up on the highlights. You see LeBron James do something incredible. <laughs> you could, you know, couldn't do that. Maybe baseball jumping over a wall, but. I mean it's not one-on-one in any other sport either. Everything in the NBA is built on the one-on-one matchup. And these you players know. have
1: personality and like they they aren't and I think it goes back to sort of how important star power is in the NBA. I think since like people like LeBron know that like I can pretty much do whatever I want, like no matter what, like I'm such a valuable asset into this sport and to any team in this league. I can call out Donald Trump on Twitter. He he
0: can build a school, and everybody is going to come. Yeah, Yeah. like
1: I, he can do whatever he wants, and 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 he can like he can be in movies. He can say he can call out a teammate or something. No one's gonna. People might get mad. People might talk about it. It's not like something where like you. He's like if you're a star in the NBA, you pretty much there's nothing you could say or do that would get you black.
3: Well, they also have the they also have the benefit that no other sport has. Like you said, your kids in summer camp. Well, you go to China. Yes. Same kids in
1: summer camp. They know the same, the same jerseys. Well, that, they they have the same international and that's pool. and that was the last point I was going to bring pool. up is basketball. Baseball has the international appeal and in sort of um, in sort of the in Latino countries mm. and uh, Asia. But man, basketball is like the American sport that is. Uh, that is, has that. exported pretty much everywhere. Yeah, I mean, sorry, started, started with
3: Jordan because I yep. remember I was in Chicago and Jordan, they won their first title. And they started with David Stern, very smart commissioner. And then his predecessor, who I can't remember his name Abby right Silver. now. He's very smart. <laughs> but they built China from when it was like, why are you guys over there? And that's why LeBron's
1: getting $40, 50000000 a year. That's why, that's the why Yao Min, LNFL players are not. I mean, that's Yal- why Yao Ming's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. They put him in as not a player, even though he's a. Right, really good player. I think he kind of underrated as player actually, but it as they put him in as a like I think it was the official term was a builder of the league mm-hmm. because truly like, I mean I remember in, yeah, he
0: came he came along at the right time. I
1: mean and I remember reading. I remember like every year he would be like the top when when the NBA opened up all star voting to China and other countries. He would always be the top vote. It would, he would be like one or two top vote getter when he was playing because it was just the everyone in NBA he he expanded it to those and then obviously Dirk is you're seeing Luka Doncic Luka Doncic is going to be like the next big European guy too like it's just a sport that has a a cultural it's a diverse it's it's America's most diverse sport I think oh it's low cost Mm -hmm. you need a basketball
3: yeah football you can't even play anymore because like concussion syndromes but you also have insurance problems baseball you still need a lot of it. basketball you hockey need a lot. like that's why hockey you, you literally can't play <laughs> <I mean, laughs> that's why the two world sports right now and it's always going to be soccer and and now it's basketball yeah, so yeah. anybody anywhere can play it with minimal cost and you can probably play it pretty well
1: yeah and and just like again with basketball it like it just the, we talked about
0: the game and like there there's always going to be a I, like I want to uh, ask, ask a question about the uh the actual game itself mhm is are, are these teams too reliant on the three pointer? It just seems like they is, pass it around the perimeter you know sh- shoot 30 43s a game. <laughs> the crowd goes nuts whenever they make it, but yet you go cold one night and yeah. well this is this yeah, is you're, like you're not Rockets. competitive this yeah. is kind of, this is kind of
1: similar to like the baseball thing though where it's like these teams have kind of figured out like, just mathematically, you shoot forty threes a game, and you. It's sh- all about the analytics. Yeah, right? and, it's yeah. ruined. It's
3: ruined a lot of sports. N- I, I, I don't. Mean, know, I don't think it's. it's r- I should say ruined. ruined it's, yeah. it's it's, it's completely ruined. molded. It, does, it, it doesn't make it look like something I want but, to watch.
1: But time. I think that I mean again, it's one of those things. Like I said with baseball, until it's proven ineffective, it's there's yeah. just no and yeah. yeah. like it, and it's proven and not only is it not proven, it's proven to be like incredibly effective to the point where. Uh, if you're playing a team like Joel Embiid, I mean, the Celtics had Al Horford who could shoot threes. They would just pop out, stand in the perimeter, and he, he wouldn't mm-hmm. even shoot the three all the time. But if you have guys that can all shoot All these guys threes, who are 6'11", and Dur- if, Durant, Embiid, yeah. Horford, they're all threes, stretching yeah. the... Uh, and and, it, and stretching, it completely takes the other center out of the game, and it completely opens up the rim. And so it basically... And basically creates a game where your only shots are going to be taken beyond the arc or at the rim, which, I mean, from an analytics standpoint, is the ideal with game plan.
3: All these sports suffers. I don't know soccer as well, but the three major U.S. sports, they all suffer from the same thing that Jack alluded to with baseball. Laying down a bunt, knowing uh, your base running, Bryce Harper still has problems with what to do with one out of two. Basketball, basketball, <laughs> I coach basketball. You can't find, no offense to, to younger people, but you can't find that many kids who can make a 10- to 15-foot jumper and know which foot to shoot off well, on. Of my, 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 my Boston
1: Celtics have a pretty 20-year-old kid who can make a I'm just saying 16 16 is you go through these leagues. But that's a great and thing about him. 타- t- you're talking about Tim,
0: right? Yeah, that's a great thing about him. He's actually a well-skilled player. Mm-hmm. and he, But he stands out and because... he's versatile. But he stands out more because they're not well-rounded.
3: In football, you see a lot of guys. i watched some games where... A lot of them they can't catch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of them don't know how to tackle. I don't, that's why there's so many problems with tackling is they don't tackle. Well, and even someone even someone like
1: and we're gonna get to NFL, but even someone like Josh Allen who you're literally just drafting because oh he throws the ball a thousand miles per hour. It's like and then someone posted a list of his completion percentage going back to junior varsity football and it's never been above 55. <laughs> well, I mean
3: you get the NBA is big on the generations. Mm-hmm. Would MJ take? Would he beat LeBron one on no, one? That's not a question. There's no question in my mind. The eighty Eight, I think I was there in Chicago 89 Bulls would just kill the Golden State Warriors because Golden State none of them play defense Well,
1: I I think I think it depends who I, I, who, I think I, it I depends on that here's my question here's my question who's 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 officiating
3: the game if it's 2018
1: yeah. refs? If it's 2018 refs, the Golden State Warriors are going to win the game. If it's you're allowed to hand check and you're allowed to... You're allowed to play defense.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's another thing to get back <laughs> to the actual Well, those sport, are the Jordan rules, right? Well, you get back to the actual sport, the way it's the played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things in the NBA. When you also get to the point of the NBA, that's the one thing you talk about, what could happen to bring it... Not only down, but I can't make it unwatchable for me, is the way the players <laughs> just complain like no other sport. <laughs> it is I mean, really NFL bad. wide receivers are bad. Some guys at the plate are bad. But the NBA, from LeBron on down, they are allowed so much leeway, and the other you know what—you might be off You know what? You know,
0: you know what? It's too much. I was—I was, I was going to say you got to with some slack here because the refereeing is bad and it's, it's not bad. consistent. It it's bad at bad. every
3: level of basketball because it's the one sport where the fans are that close and the action—you could call foul on every play for mm-hmm. everything. It depends what you. Call well, it's because
1: it. the players are so strong. Like you look, like it, it's not even just like the superstars that complain. Like, you see Greg Monroe. Like, every single <laughs> play thinks he's it's got an one. It's every level of basketball. Yeah.
3: AAU, come, you want to see Bad Raps? <laughs> come to, come to a, CYU, a CYO, AAU, Travel League game. It's, it's a hard It is, it is a hard game. It's incredibly hard. I think it's hard to call balls and strikes, but I think it's harder to call an actual basketball game. It's impossible to rough. Because you're always going to get somebody screaming at you. And most, NBA, most basketball fans are, you know, they're... They're wired. Like, yeah. Nuts. Because they're also <laughs> inside and they're close. Yeah. Baseball, you might be sitting three hundred feet from the call. Mm. Basketball, you might be three feet. You know? The one thing
1: about the NBA though that I think like I think more than any of these other sports that you have to give the benefit of the doubt to is I think Adam Silver has proven to know what he's doing. And I think like the, I, the way he handled the anthem yeah, issue was, yeah, was brilliant. He, yeah. I mean you see no one talks about it. Exactly, and yeah. and he kind of basically gave a similar sort of ruling to Roger Goodell, which is he's like, I think all of our guys are going to stand and just didn't even say whether they should or not. He just kind of is like, yeah, I mean, yeah. we respect anyone's opinion, but we think... And also
0: he has a lot of respect for his players, too. Yeah.
1: mm-hmm. And I, th- I think, like, that's the issue. I mean, when we get to the NFL, I think Roger Goodell's going to come up a lot. And he's also Roger not, and 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 lot, he's also not face-
0: trying to shove the sport in everybody's face. So let's go to the NFL <laughs> yeah. and talk about the sport being shoved in our face yeah. faces all the time. Um, yeah, the problems with the NFL are too much to list. <laughs> yeah. There's obviously C- CTE, but uh, there are too many games every weekend. There are games Thursday nights from 1 p.m. to about 11.30 p.m. on Sundays. And then Monday night games. The games take forever and we're not even going to talk about the anthem issue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but 10 15 years ago, NFL had the best had the best uh, product in sports. Now, now look at it. Everybody's asking is NFL even going to be around in 15 20 years?
1: Yeah, I mean, like the, it's it's crazy that the ratings. I think the NFL like kind of rests its laurels on the ratings it gets, and it just kind of it kind of thinks no matter what we do, we're gonna be fine. I
3: think, but I also think people might be going overboard with the. Oh, I, don't, I think the thing they should focus on is the is how many kids are being allowed to play at a younger age. So 15 years, it'll still be around, but 20, 25. I mean, I know too many high school programs where they've either had to close it up or they. Everybody's got to play both ways. Well, this yeah, I this mean, something, seven on seven is in Texas because yeah. they can't find players this in some, Texas. This is hmm. something
1: Jack and I have talked about a bunch. Is uh, how I was reading something, and I think I think it was Chris uh, Borland, the San Francisco linebacker that retired mm-hmm. after one year because he's like I'm a I don't yeah. need this anymore. Right. Uh, he said, and I, th- I think there's been a lot of their writing that one of the fears that they have is that football is going to become a kind of like almost for a lack of a better comparison a gladiatorial thing where lower class people use it as a way to make money even though they know it's like a very... Yeah, oh, I think. Or, and, I, I mean, I, it's I, already I, kind of become that, but it's even more like yeah. people like Russell Wilson who, are, who are sort of have a chance to play baseball professionally. Colin Cap, Ka- well, Colin Kaepernick's <laughs> have a different, but he was also drafted. Even Tom Brady, Tom Brady's drafted in baseball too. People like that, mm-hmm. like t- the biggest yeah, yeah, LA. Yeah, Tim Tebow, st- t- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like these guys. Like I thought we were talking about NFL. <laughs> <times>. <laughs> like these guys, if you have a chance to play baseball instead or f- basketball instead, like. Guaranteed money. Yeah. yeah. And and it's, it's gonna it, like huge. It's going to be something where it's going to mm-hmm. sort of just become this no thing where can. only people who need feel the need to like... It's going to be like boxing. Yeah. yeah. It's, pretty much. Yeah.
3: Is, well, NFL's in a weird state. NBA long ago became a predominantly African-American league. Yeah. And now we've got influx of, say, some Europeans, but not too many American white... Players, so the, they went through player. the '70s and '80s where the commissioner before Stern said we can't be putting all these oh, yeah. blacks out there. <laughs> yeah, and I, he actually said you know much worse. And then, but and the, they didn't even televise the 1982 final. Yeah, it was put on <laughs> tape delay. Nobody was watching, <laughs> and they thought it was and just a they, And then when they saw Larry Bird come up, yeah. with <laughs> dollar signs. My, in their my eyes. issue. My issue is that NBA learned to get progressive with yeah. the change. The NFL is becoming. I'd say it's up to like 70%. I think it's closer to 80 It's going to be about a 90% black league and in a turn. few years because of what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It'd be more opportunities in more areas. Are you going to have the kid who's probably in an area where there's like a ton of accountants, lawyers, where I live, yeah. and you say, are we going to let our kid play high school sports? And pod-? No. Yeah. So you're going to have even more and more kids from lower income areas in, in this country that's Hispanic and mostly black so you have this, but you have it. The NFL is the most non-progressive yeah. ownership, and, and yeah. they, you've got a lot of like <laughs> well, weird stuff going well, on. Well, they turn
1: they as, as a Giants fan, they turn guys like Odell Beckham, like someone who's the potential to be like one of the most exciting, fun guys the NFL has in a long time. He's been turned into like a villain, like yeah. because yeah. because he has an ounce of like sort of ounce of personality, yeah, an ounce or... of personality, fun, and. He, like probably like what one of the three most talented wide receivers we have ever you, seen come play but, football.
3: But I'm not taking the other side, ex- much, except to say that if you actually go to the NFL games, you actually the fan base you can't make people change their yeah, views. Oh, so you've got like between a 45 and 70 year old fan base of white males, hmm. they cannot stand. What they'll call showboating. They <laughs> cannot stand the, the. Well, I can't stand the, the Des Bryant temper tantrums yelling at coaches. That's him. worse than. And, it, and, and then, but Brady does it. Yeah. It's okay. But when Brian, So <laughs> yes. you've got a lot of race going on here. You've got a lot of. Classism going on, but you go to an NFL game, you find me more than one percent of that crowd's black, yeah. and I don't even know if the NBA is that much, but but the crowds are. That's why the the anthem thing we're not talking about was such a huge deal. Is the crowds are not reflective of the and, players. And Goodell knows this, yeah. Oh, yeah. so that, that's yeah. who he's catering to. Yeah. I don't like Goodell, but he's. Stuck in a very, very tough spot. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Well, no, I don't <laughs>
0: feel sorry for him as much as he's just stuck well, in a tough well, spot. Well, here's the thing about Gathiel. As, as a
1: New England Patriots fan, I think I'm like legally obligated as well, a fan. Well, you should have been kicked out of the league forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... But hey, can we play with this Nerf ball? Yeah. Can we play with this Nerf ball? <laughs> but, <laughs> but Goodell really isn't like is. the problem. Goodell is a like face of like he's basically like a conduit for every owner to like do whatever they want, and then when any anything bad comes up, they're like, "Oh, it's not our fault. It's Roger Goodell's fault." Jerry, yeah, Jones. Jerry Jones is the owner, he's, but he's yeah. the personified. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Old, yeah.
3: Nothing against older but he's seventy-five, pushing eighty. He does things in his personal life that. You know, would be considered odd, uh, flagrant violations of this. But he expects from his, and he takes on the role of the coach, the general manager, the trainer. You ever hear him give him his post? <laughs> it's bizarre. I yeah. mean, I've actually listened to one time. I'm like, this guy's giving an update on injuries, and he's the <laughs> owner of the team. I mean, I can't stand Dan Snyder, but at least he's smart enough never to appear in public. Yeah. So you've got a bunch of Jerry Joneses and the youth guy down in Carolina he had to quit because of the sex harassment. Yeah. It, it's a whole different ball game, like, ownership and hierarchy than the NBA. Yeah. But they'll have to get to where the NBA is at, or else they'll be in trouble. But, I mean,
1: I do think the biggest problem, like we've said before, is the CT. And I think something that—and I think what's so illustri- illustrative of what the problem is, is this year the NFL put in a new rule. You can't tackle—you can't lead with your head. You can't tackle with your head, and— Three. We're going to
0: see a lot of high scoring games. Yeah, either.
1: well, and, I mean, you, and a lot of the players are already confused. Well, uh, th- so we're going to see a lot of penalties. And, and this is exactly what I think the problem is. is the NFL is actually trying to do something to, the NFL is actually trying to do something to fix this problem, and they're trying to trying to lower sort of head to helmet helmet contact. It have to be it's an existential yeah. issue. Right? and and when they put this in, everyone is furious that they're like trying <laughs> to change the game and saying this is yeah. ruining football. It's like yeah. well, what do you want this us is is to do? Like well And this yeah, is what's a, ruining this football is the, it's gonna be C T yeah, And this is the problem because any way to fix this is what is destroying what the people they're, at the game inherently love about football. They're,
3: they're, like I said, it's, forget Diddy Goodell, they're in a incredibly hard spot. It's a spot. rock and a hard You take away yeah. the heroism of like your heroes out there doing stuff that is really dangerous. Mm-hmm. And that baseball's seen a little bit of this with no more breakup of double plays, yeah. no more catchers getting touched, which I actually disagree with. But <laughs> the NFL, the CT, there's just, everybody knows and that this, this thing causes this brain how fo- damage.
1: This is football football's going to die. It's I, I don't think football's going to die from like. It could, the NFL just shutting down. The sport is just going to be very different. Like, the sport is going to be less physical in terms of th- the hits are going to be less physical. It's going to be more. It- it's going to be seven on seven. Yeah. And that's what big, that, people forget.
3: Football might be losing people, but like I said, I've coached kids. About three or four years ago, I noticed girls and boys a boom in flag football. And that's what. it' f- fun to play. Football and, yeah. will look between what it is now and flag football. I don't know what that's going to encompass and you are going to have fewer people needed on each team there's no thing written in law yet to 11 on 11 mm-hmm. and the 7 on 7 is usually popular mm-hmm. because you don't have the contact yeah, yeah. you know and there's no reason a kid needs to you know risk his life to play a sport <laughs> and it's not like bravado it's it's you know
0: it's and we hopefully we won't have anything like we've seen at University of Maryland oh my god which yes. has brought out a lot of problems with college football there are 27 uh, players have died since two thousand in college in college football. Yeah, yeah. And I used to,
1: and it's just the college football. Like, I think college football the problems are incredibly off the. Like, I mean, there's that gets into NCAA stuff, but it's just. Well, I mean, you went to I mean, Pitt, they, so yeah. they don't actually play college football. Though, right? <laughs> hey, I, I mean, I mean, we beat. Yeah. <laughs> I cover I cover pit for uh, three years, but this is this is the point, like. Um, is like kind of the point. Is like even if even a school like Pitt that's not been very successful, you don't know what they're doing behind. It. I mean, Maryland wasn't successful. Right. Imagine they, 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 what the successful ten and, yeah. 10 and yeah. fifteen. Imagine, Imagine, yeah. Look at Urban
0: Meyer. Yeah. 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 Imagine because what these successful schools suspension. are doing. Like, it,
1: yeah. It's just it. I mean, it goes back to it's kind of just the inherent nature of football, which is just that it's a it's a way to prove. Well, something. I mean, I think one of the most amazing things
3: all these thousands of games in the NFL over the course of decades. They will have at some point. You do um, this is morbid. Oh but yeah, somebody Someone's will die. die on the I pit. mean
1: Ricardo Laquette, they said if he was tackled an inch lower, he would have died. Well, like, it, yeah, yeah,
3: James uh, Lofton, yeah. With spinal injury. It, it's in front, all, it, it's, it, it's, there
1: have been a matter of inches for like Shazir. Yeah. I mean, Shazir, and Shazier's is probably the one that scares the NFL more than any other one. He induced it. It, it is yeah. something that I mean, could not be the legislated out of the game. It's just like he's running at full speed. And, yeah. your,
3: your drive is like NASCAR mm-hmm. can't get rid of crashes. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way to get rid of the fact you've got huge human beings running at each other Colliding. the equivalent like of car crashes. crashes and e. they're bigger than ever. Yeah, and they're bigger than. Faster, stronger, and people say, "Well, back in 1970, there's no." Se-. Yeah, you yeah. look at the actual size. Cam Newton is bigger than every lineman. Back when I was a kid, I mean, I mean, he was in the 70s when I was really young. I was, uh, um, they, the, he is six foot. I believe he's six than some six- lineman today. I know, but I'm just putting yeah. that in fact. No coach would have said, "Oh, you're going to be our quarterback." And a lot of it would have been race, but say he was white, even, yeah. and they'd be like. No, you're too big. Now you have to be that big to see over the line. You yeah. don't have to be that musky. He's just yeah. a big guy. But yeah. you have to be, not have to, but it helps to be between 6'3 and 6'7. I know there's a lot of the Drew Breeses of the world who are considered short at 6'1, mm-hmm. six foot. But, again, the nature of the sport, the reason people play it. I talk to these kids. like I coached at Flynn Hill here locally. Smart kids. forty grand a year to go there. These kids are playing football because they love the hitting, the violence. And that's why people like watching yeah, it. Yeah, because it's like you know, it, it is legalized violence, and it's always been legalized. But now you've got all this evidence about this scary thing, and it's like the smoking thing. It takes a, a decade. It is very similar. to and, and All yeah, of but a sudden, people you still galore. smoke. So, yeah, you know. but only twenty. Yeah, but the stats are their way when yeah, I was a kid, fifty yeah. percent of people smoked. Teen smoked. Now it's yeah. under twenty. I mean, people percent. like. You'll People be- like people like, like
1: Jack and I'd be smoking right now if it was like 50 years ago. That, we've never—I mean, we've smoked cigarettes before, but like we're not like. So <laughs> no, I, yeah, but it is
3: to me. It, like, but it's like the
1: same thing. It's like it's just a different generation. Like I'd say, like most people we know aren't smokers, but like if it was say 50 years ago, everyone people would enjoy be smokers, it regardless yeah. of the later effect. Yeah, oh, I, I would rather you know people. What else are you gonna do at 4
0: p.m. on a Sunday afternoon (laughs) and watch uh, watch football? Right?
1: Yeah. So and and it takes up the whole weekend now. Well, I mean, football too. Like there'll
0: be there'll be
3: something version of it to replace. I mean, I've got a wild idea, which probably should be on a UFO podcast. (laughs) But I think at some point they'll have uh, non you know they'll have robotic type football. (laughs) I'm, I'm serious. Because if they can find some form of people, people want to laugh see at this. People laugh at televising <laughs> video games, and that's well. How no, that. I, I mean now. Fortnite. Fortnite will probably be <laughs> the bigger sport. I mean, my little league team I coached, half the kids would rather have been, and I would have rather. And, and I hope you're listening to this. I would. Have, you would have been playing right. Fortnite.
0: Okay. All, right, so all the problems with football. Are you still going to watch it this year? Yes. Are you still going to watch it? Yep. You.
1: Yeah, but my, I, I, like it's hard to care as much when you. Do you have, have TVs in Shippensburg? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: we've got a, we, we. I have to crank it up. Seriously. Right, so, uh, who are your favorites to win this year? Obviously, you, the Patriots. I don't think the Patriots are going to win. My dad texted me that. To, I... So you know, what's going to happen when Brady and Belichick leave, and then we have the Jets, the the Jets Darnold era. Um, era. I think. Uh, I think we're going to. Just run, Brian Horner
1: is <laughs> going to play until he's forty-eight years old, and they, uh, big, there, there's old? been there's been like a rumor that Belichick, and I mean, there's been a lot of rumors about Belichick and Brady kind of having some friction, but there's there's like a very distinct rumor that Belichick really wants to prove he can win mm-hmm. without Brady. Which hmm. is why he was so, which is why he wanted to keep Garoppolo and Kraft traded Garoppolo. Well, I
3: don't know why anybody, I mean, everybody runs for president now between 70 and 80. <laughs> so, what's the big deal with Belichick? Cause he's still got 10 years before he's like actually really old. <laughs> yeah. So, he, he's not going anywhere. Brady, no. Father Time, everybody gets it. He'll be gone at some yeah. point, but. You know he didn't win in Cleveland. Well, my, without my Brady, dad, so, you my know. dad
1: draft night, I got I had got at least thirty texts from him saying, "Please, Lamar Jackson, please, Lamar Jackson, please." No, Lamar I, man, Jackson. I'm a Ravens guy, but
3: if I put it serious, like who's going to be the Super Bowl? I'd say it's going to be Green Bay, and I say it's going to be Baltimore. I'm, I'm just they're good.
0: I, I actually I hate to say it, I think the Vikings are going to be good with Cousins.
3: Hmm. I doubt that though. My official prediction. I don't think he's I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. He's he's
0: not. But look how well.
3: The Vikings did last year. I've watched a little bit of him preseason. He, he's still indecisive. He's still size-wise. It hurts him arm-wise. And I think that they caught lighting on up. I'm, I'm going to go with a
1: fun Super Bowl with some cool storylines that probably were more relevant in 2005, 2006 than 2018. But I'm going to go New Orleans Saints, San Diego Chargers, Rivers mm-hmm. versus Breeze. Uh, I like that. A former Charger. The, the Chargers moved on from Breeze and I think clearly paid the price. But I think Rivers is still good. And I mean, I, I I've always liked the Chargers' defense. They have ten injuries every uh, uh, preseason, but I think this. I think that uh, I think the Saints really. I think if the Saints had if that Stephon Diggs catch didn't happen, I think they make the Super Bowl last year. I think they win. And I think, they'd uh, Philly. but everybody yeah.
3: forgets in the NFL the great thing about their scheduling is like the Vikings. You go thirteen and three. The next they year you don't get you don't get right the seven and nine schedule. And all of a sudden that team. Oh whoa! We got to play it. T- yeah. I think yeah. I think our Chargers. No one's picking Philly. No, I said, a quarterback
2: said, healthy, no one's picking that.
0: Jack, who do you have? I think Philly. Yeah, I, I think well, Philly. Well, creepy. I think
3: that's a great choice. I think Philly is. Uh, I think Philly's like so got the obvious. easiest guy has an easy bro. <laughs> I think that's I didn't want big. to be so obvious. <laughs> but, no, I, I like well, that. They're, they're probably the best team, but it seems like. I don't I'm worried
1: about the ACL with Wentz. I think Wentz is the reason Wentz is so good is because of the mobility, and I think like. With his first year coming back from the ACL, I mean, even look at you look at other quarterbacks come back from an ACL injury, it takes like a year to get. But they've to.
3: still got the guy who won the Super Bowl backing him up. Yeah,
1: he's he's looked really
3: good yeah. in the preseason. <laughs> <So> he's like <laughs> completely. thirty. I, I mean, harder. I just saw, the main thing is if you were going to Vegas to put one bet down, I would bet the NFC team wins the Super
1: Bowl. Yeah, because right. I think there's two distinct. Leagues right now, the
3: AFC okay. is so much weaker than the AFC But so I, and
1: I mean, I am a Patriots fan, and I'm not picking them to make the Super Bowl. But this doesn't doesn't this kind of happen every year where everyone sort of talks them into a non Patriots? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Everybody says, yeah, the Patriots just can't do it. They're, they're they've they're made kind of eight of up. the last sixteen. Yeah, Super but they are also playing the AFC East. Yeah, they're, they're gonna This br- is the worst the AFC East. They're gonna be twelve yeah. four. Yeah. be twelve four. They'll be the top seed in the. In the AFC. But and they didn't but I hate to remind you they
1: didn't actually win. Yeah, so. they, yeah,
0: yeah, but they made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. well, it's here, like being well, you know, well, what I think valedictorian. Well, I, so so I, I think it's even more interesting than <laughs> well, though is
1: no one even mentions the Steelers, who have probably like the best, best collection of talent like in yeah. the NFL. They have a great coach too. I, yeah,
3: I think they. I think they're right. Actually, no more think about the AFC might be because the Ravens. Again, I know they're my team, but they're they're the gonna NFC. Be, North, they're gonna the be AFC back, North so. is real.
1: I think the Bengals could be good this year too. My Browns. Browns. They are not if you watch the hard lines, oh, yeah. the, the scene when <laughs> Hugh Jackson is watching film and then casually says, Yeah, my uh, my dad died yeah. today. And then he's <laughs> like, Bizarre. Well, watch, out, watch out for this blitz on this package. It's and they're like, they're like, Bizarre. Wait, did, what did you no, I think say? No, it was his mom. Oh, yeah, his
3: mom. And then people start coming up and hugging him. He's like, Let's get back to work. He's like, Well, don't tell everybody your mom died. <laughs> yeah, like, I like, uh, expect everybody to get back to work because everybody's like, Oh, yeah, man. He, he has not come off. Great, he comes off as my thing with coaching. If you even coach from little kids to pros, he's too much of a fan. Mm -hmm. He actually celebrates. It's like I can't imagine Belichick (laughs) walking around a practice going, "Good job, dog," and high (laughs) five. He's. I like the guy. I hope he does well. I think well. he's a good offensive. Mind. I think they're gonna like, go. They're gonna.
1: They're an eight-eight team at least. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I about, love They won one team, one game.
3: It's Terod, by the
1: way. One <laughs> yeah, one a, game in two years. That's like a Thon, Thon Maker. His last name's actually Thon McKear from the Bucks. The, and yeah, he's. The... I know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I have no idea what you're talking about. But I think the NFL is going to be fun this year because I think everybody shit on it. Are
0: you allowed to say shit on this thing?
3: You say whatever you want. Everybody shit in the NFL so much last year. It becomes redundant after a while and then you forget. I I, actually like to watch the games.
0: I think think this is the thing. Everybody, when they start talking about football, it's about CTE. Then they start talking about the teams. Then they start talking about how much they enjoy watching football. (laughs) It's, It's the most fun. It's something you can
3: do with friends. We're alone. It's because of the Sunday afternoon.
0: I think it's because yeah. of the cultural
1: relevance. Yeah, I think, well. yeah. I think it's because it is such like a ubiquitous. Like it's yeah. the only sport associated with a day. Yeah, like, I was just going to. It yeah. is like. Something. And I think
0: that's the problem with this Thursday night football. Goodell just has to get rid of that. And, and the, they're the worst games ever. Yeah, they are. Ever. They're not well, well, even Monday night games. Yeah, are bad no, but anymore. Fox uh, so,
3: got the contract this year. Yeah, they're not gonna they're take. the worst games. They, they their schedule is very strong really? because Fox said I'll pay you but a million dollars, yeah. but we need actual games. It's mm-hmm. that's where you get back to CTE. These <laughs> players are stomping going. Don't make us play We others. are playing on <laughs> short days. <laughs> right. He should be the commissioner, yeah. by the way. Yeah,
1: no, when he gets older Yeah he's gonna I seriously, put him in charge. I mean he might be doing more important things than run the NFL. Well he started he, a yeah. fantasy yeah.
3: he's gonna be a, he's he's a smart dude. Stanford guy. He's smart and he's uh <laughs> You know, he'd be the opposite of what the owners would hire with yeah, black. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you know, I, I think the NFL, I think it's people are going way down a rabbit's hole saying that there's they're in huge trouble right now. When you it's still the f- get these numbers with all the problems, with supposedly all these people turning off because of the anthem, and you still have yeah. numbers that dwarf every other, they're still the number one rated show, by far. I mean, I'm talking about no, no, any type of show on TV. If, I, if I'm
1: correct, I believe the last time it was not... Number one rated TV show in America, you know, I believe the number one rated show was the American Idol finale in like season five or something. Yeah. It was. And like we all the, remember that. Yeah. Right? Oh, I, I'm a big AI at Taylor Hicks for life. You need you need just therapy. Are, yeah.
0: right, <laughs> no argument here. Let's transition here. Um, what are you guys watching when you're not watching sports, Patrick? First, well, I'm not watching sports. I'm watching. Uh,
3: HBO reruns of Veep, Kirby enthusiasm, <laughs> and Larry Sanders. Show. Awesome. Jack,
2: I'm watching less these days, but BoJack Horseman on Netflix is, is a mainstay. Um, I don't know Seinfeld reruns, Game of Thrones,
1: um, just kind of select shows here and there. I, I mean, I I pretty much watch any sort of good comedy. 30 Rock's my favorite show of all time, but, and, uh, but Veep's amazing. I, I'm, I'm pretty much just surfing Hulu, uh, cause, I mean, I would watch live TV. Uh, well, Better Call Saul's been, like, Call Saul, great yeah. this year, and, uh. But yeah, like I I try to try to go to movie. I have I'm actually a MoviePass uh, owner, which has been worked out very I well. For me. You're yeah. an adventure yeah. speaker yeah. yeah. because <laughs> yeah. it's going to be out of business. <laughs> yeah. a I, of I, us. It, I'm, I'm I'm very listen. I already paid, it already paid off. I already got yeah. eleven movies, which yeah, is yeah, more. Too. So it's the worst economic model. I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> but, but <laughs> so I feel so I feel stupid. I feel like <laughs> it came out on top. You it
3: know, is so but uh, <laughs> ridiculously <laughs> stupid. That they I don't know how they thought that was going to work.
1: Hey, go to McDonald's get free food for you. Yeah. Give us ten dollar <laughs> But yeah, so pretty much just doing stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I um
0: once I once we got our friend's Hulu password, I've been hitting up uh, dirty rock for a while. You should be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> for me it's sharp objects on HBO. I've heard this really great great. Um, power on stars. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Brilliant! I tried to get into uh, Stranger Things and I just don't like it. Yeah, season one's okay. I, yeah. I had to force myself to finish the. It's first like season.
2: Spiel,
1: It's like watching a cover band or something. It's like yeah. trying to do Spielberg from the eighties. Well, it's
0: about right. It's about kids, and whenever storylines are on kids, it's just. I don't know, it's not that all that interesting. Plus, why is it set in the eighties? Because people love, because pe- they're trying to do Spielberg.
1: They're trying to be like it's trying to be like Spielberg yeah, I meets mean, Stand By Me, and, and it's just yeah, it just doesn't it's work. Trying to do juggle a ton of things. Yeah, it's, okay. it's trying to be like yeah. Stephen King, I think. Yeah, yeah. I also don't <laughs> like to
3: watch what everybody else is watching, so I'll watch that in like two thousand twenty five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I just anything that that's that trendy, it's probably cool for some people, but. I'll just stick to It's not cool, man. My bro, I, I, I have heard Succession <laughs> is
1: really really good. People have been hyping uh, up yeah. Succession on HBO, but people hype up every HBO show now. Like every, HBO, yeah, HBO, yeah, HBO yeah. is good. HBO is great, so. but I I kind of feel like they could make a show about someone mowing a lawn for an hour, and people would say this is the new. They probably thing have like Did anyone watch that archives. James Franco
2: show? The the, the prostitution
1: was uh, it? I think it was porn. It was uh, porn. Yeah. Did what anyone anyone it that was called the. Uh, not the. Jim- oh yeah, that. Uh, no. With Maggie Joe. It, it, it was one of the. It was a the the show. Like yeah, it yeah. Was,
2: yeah. that got a lot of hype, but then once it went on, I haven't heard anything
1: about it. Well, it's. See, I mean, it's I by the about, wire guy. But. I just rather really watch Larry David whine about life. It <laughs> yeah. makes me feel better. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Dude, I mean, every, everyone, everyone is Larry yeah. David deep down. So who we're yeah. not billionaires,
0: but that's alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks a lot. We'll call this a wrap. All right. <laughs>